The McElroy brothers are not experts, and their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert, but if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? Feels Welcome to My Brother, My Brother, a man advice show for the modern era. I'm your oldest brother, Justin McElroy. I'm your middlest brother, Travis of McElroy. I'm your sweet baby brother, Griffin Andrew McElroy. Guys, what a time to be a basketball fan. Thank you. LeBron James just beat Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's all-time scoring record. And my favorite thing about it, I didn't watch it, but I saw clips later while I was at the gym. I don't want to brag. But... They kept a camera. <laughs> Kareem was in the was in the stands. Oh, they made him watch. They made him watch. Made and him the watch. two. Made I don't want to talk about LeBron James' mindset because, of course, he's probably elated and like chasing that bliss. I want to talk about two mindsets, and that's the mindset of Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and the yeah. mindset of the other team who's still trying to win a basketball game as there's a big counter, like, will he do it? And they're, they're like, I would like him to not score points because we're yeah. trying to win a basketball the, the, game. The, the, the Blues had a home game where somebody on the other team was about to score his 500th goal, and it's kind of what the whole game was about. And it was like, some of us are trying to enjoy the hockey contest. Just let the guy do it. Just let him get one, and then we yeah. can move on with the with the athleticism. We can focus. On, like, he scored. He broke it, right, with a three-pointer, and, like, the whole game ground to a halt as everyone's yeah. like, yeah, he did it. And, you know, the other team was like, the, I think it was the Oklahoma Thunder was like, hey, but... It's like the game's not done yet, and we're actually pretty close. We could still win this game. We could still clinch this thing. Honestly, you're icing us a little bit right now. Momentum's on their side now. And Kareem's face was great because the whole time he was like, "Mm, oh, uh," like (laughs) that kind of smile of like, oh, cool. And you know, in his head, he's doing calculations of like, but how many games did I play versus how many games he's played? Can we get an asterisk in there somewhere? I I gotta say, from what I know of Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, which is close and intimate and personal, by Do you mean, mean author of Sherlock Holmes books and Mycroft Holmes books? Kareem yes. Abdul-Jabbar? Kareem okay. Abdul-Jabbar. The this is the same Kareem Abdul-Jabbar that sold his championship rings so he could give all the money to charity because he's like, I don't want, <laughs> I don't want I'm these. Done. What am I going to yeah, do? Cool. What am I going to do? These are so, these are so big. Uh, I started an airplane. Huge. I don't need this. <laughs> Thank I'm you. fine, guys. Um, do you think I would have... I don't watch basketball. I probably would have if I found out that Kareem Abdul-Jabbar threw on the jersey of the opposing team and was like, "Okay, let's make it, 
Let's, Let's make him. it interesting. Now we got to go one for one. You know what? I'm coming out of retirement. We're going to make this a race. <laughs> I'm going to keep scoring points, and then he'll have to come back and score some more points. As soon as LeBron retires, Kareem's coming back. Oh, what a fart in the face We are be. describing the plot of the Bernie Mac classic, Mr. 3000. This is our sportsiest fucking episode yet. This is, this wow. is, this is pretty wild so far. Just keep Normally the streak going. What's hot in... I mean, normally I wouldn't, but we're talking about anytime I can talk about Veronica Mars co-producer Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, I'm yep. gonna do it. <laughs> A true Renaissance man, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he wrote an episode. Did you know this? He wrote an episode of Veronica Mars. I didn't know that. No, Dolly Parton was a producer on Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yeah, it's the all world. Out everything's yeah. out there. It's the world's all, all out there. Happen. It's all out there. And meanwhile, we're here doing our stupid podcast. Stupid. What are we gonna get? Yeah, I'm worried that somewhere out there, there's like a 12 year old dreaming of podcast dreams who's gonna beat my record for most canceled or given up podcasts. And I worked hard to get that number. My the my the cemetery of my podcast is vast and deep. Some sometimes I had to bury some of them on top of other ones because I ran out of room. You will know Travis by the trail of pilots. I'm so worried. I'm so worried. You have some podcasts you've canceled more than once, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah man. (laughs) And you know what? If I have to back up and you're like, no, I'll cancel them again if I have to. You know what I mean? I'm not giving up. I'll cancel this one. If this puts me over the top, I'll cancel this one. Yeah. That, no Travis? baby beats the old man. <laughs> I'm the quittinest guy in Hollywood, and I won't stand for this. Of Brother Podcast, this is probably the longest, right? No. Of Brother Podcast? I don't think nope. so. I think, Hank, I think Hank and John probably got No, there. we started before no, that. No, 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 they no, did they video shit. We, we can't step to that, but dear yeah, Hank yeah, and John yeah. came later. You I think you could narrow that. the parameters enough so that we'd start to get into record territory. <laughs> yeah. Guys, what if what if this episode was just us sports and shit talking other people in the in the biz and it would just be our most sort of aggressive aggro crag episode to date. The sports yeah. segment is done though, right? So that yeah, was all we the had sports. 5 minutes and that's already the most we've ever talked about sports. And then 55 minutes of just and fuck that guy. Oh, them? Or whatever. The, uh, but the supper boil is happening this Sunday, isn't it? Oh, is it? Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a big one for me. Do you guys um, think? I think one of the wildest things, like there's a lot of stuff that would be hard to explain to visitor from another land. Mm-hmm. Um, probably the weirdest thing that we do is that we the biggest sports event of the year, but no one is allowed to say it by. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but no one is allowed to say the name of it. That's wild. That would be very hard. Like, why can't everyone calls it the Super Bowl, right? Yeah. It's just a thing that happens. Yes. So, but you so you can say the name. No, 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 no. No, no legally you it. cannot. What? J-dog. Yeah, legally. If you give free advertisement to them, they get really mad at you. They hate it. Also, J Dog. Do you think if aliens came to our planet, they would even take a beat to get to know us and our steez, or would they just start blasting? <laughs> start blasting! Well, Griffin, most sitcoms about aliens have taught me that we're fascinating. They no, are man. Way Third into Rock us. from Third Rock from the Sun. If that was a documentary, yeah. French Stewart would have come down in his 
Biopod and just started blasting. They are not going to ask us about sports. You don't think no they would come down and help us build like new wonders? And they're like, not going to teach us a magic language that gives us prophetic visions. Oh man, <laughs> they're not. They're just going to come down, and John Lithgow's just going to start fucking blasting. <laughs> Joseph Gordon-Levitt is going to put a hole in my house with his giant ray beam. He might do that anyways. He may. I've said some stuff about him. Yeah. Even if he's not an alien, he might be coming for you. Yeah, sure. I think Joseph Gordon-Levitt and Elijah Wood have plenty of reason to team up together to stop Griffin McElroy. I'm just saying, like, between the two of them, one, Griffin, I feel like, is always being compared to Elijah Wood, and I imagine... It, vice versa. He's probably getting that, too. And De- then, Day in and day out from yeah. his closest and most renowned He's friends. He's sick of hearing it. Yeah. He it's, hates it, hearing yeah. it, man. It's why Griffin had to move away from Austin, because people kept saying, like, didn't I just run into you yesterday? And it's like, no, that was Elijah Wood, and vice versa. And then Joseph Gordon-Levitt, there's just, well, I mean, there's vitriol there, obviously. Yeah, sure. Obviously. No, my I have a pretty long list of enemies. Uh, the detectives would never solve my murder because it could be. But you gave them all the clues. No, I gave them too many clues for too many people. Uh, They're like, this is too. This is actually too. You can have too many clues. Oh, and maybe it's a thing where like fifteen different people teamed up to all kill Griffin, uh, hey, and what, it's like, oh, the clues are pointing us so many different ways. Let's just call there- this one. <laughs> Was there ever a Sherlock book? Was, was did Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's Sherlock book? Did it have a uh, like a criminal who just scattered clues hither and yon about the crime scene as they ran out of it? And then Sherlock was like, "Ha ha! I see a cigarette butt." It's like I don't think that's a real Wait, one. Wait, there's Sherlock. sixteen cigarette butts here. Fuck! How long was the guy here? <laughs> yes. Hey, Juice. Yeah. Would you like a question? Are you looking at sports? I would. Hmm. No, I was curious what the name of Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's uh, Sherlock Holmes ensemble is. It's a Mycroft My- host. It's Mycroft, if I'm not mistaken. It's great. It's great. It's his first adult novel. I love Kareem. Has That's he written Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? Has he guy. written young adult novels? Uh, no, he's written elderly adult <laughs> okay. novels. They're just they're for old people only. You won't get it. You won't get it. Only 1890s kids will get this. My partner has been hinting to me increasingly that she would very much like for me to start making use of mood music to romance her. Mm. It has been pretty straightforward picking out some romantic music for a playlist, but I have no smooth skills. Question is this. How do I smoothly integrate this new music into a dinner date sometime? Raise my eyebrows seductively as I hit play? Figure out a way to already have it playing when she walks through the door? Slowly fade up the music as dinner progresses. Yes. That's from Almost Smooth as Silk in Cincinnati. But you already got the answer. Slow, very prolonged fade up. To the point where, like, it starts from zero and over the course of 20 minutes gets to, like, 50%. Like, there's going to be multiple, like, are you hearing that? Like, do you hear Like, they're wandering around the house looking for where the sound is coming from. Minutes four through eight are going to be confusing because only dogs will be able to hear it at that volume correctly. Just enjoy um, your spaghetti carbonara. If don't I, worry about it. If I had, if I attempted this or any similar maneuver at this point, I feel like I would need to hire a, an intimacy coordinator to mm-hmm. make sure. A de- so maybe outrageous it's just a DJ. would it be? Yeah, it would just yes. be so out of left field. You attempting I, to use romantic music that? Yeah, I think uh, a a DJ would be 
great for this. Someone who could kind of take the work off the ambiance work off my plate, so I can so I can enjoy it too. You know what I an, mean? An intimacy DJ. An intimacy DJ. You know what DJ. I mean? A person. Listen, it's person. not just about remixing the music. <laughs> Sometimes it's like. Hey, hey, it's me. Raise your hand about three inches. That's it. That's better. <laughs> oh. No, okay, so hold on. My intimacy what? DJ wouldn't be giving me step-by-step sexual technique. This is, we're talking about having- <laughs> You're not talking about DJ. an intimacy coordinator. You're talking about like right. you see on a the, film a pre set. A pre, pre-production- <laughs> I'm a, saying maybe it's half and half. You know, you get one is the music. Yeah, but then it's also like- Hey, have you tried ear nibbling? <laughs> no, even that is not necessary for my guy. I have, I have, he doesn't do that. He's never even tried. He's been a professional since day one. I find starting music of any sort to be a profoundly vulnerable moment that even when it's just my family there, I feel like it's so, it's gotta be so right on to just say like, you, because you always end up yelling like, "Alexa, turn on pleasant dinner for friends. Play dinner for friends, Jazzy. Play, yeah, play Alexa, classical Italian dinner music. No, no, Alexa, no, Alexa, stop, Alexa, stop. It's so Alexa. vulnerable. I feel so. Re- it it's, is. it's so revealing to just start to be like, is this right? Is this the right mood? It, I don't know. It's I just want to say, good on you, question asker, for already having the songs picked out. Because yeah. that, for me, would be the biggest stumbling block. If I figured that out, the music would never stop playing in my home. I would, they, I would do it, and then I would cover up the microphone on any device so no one could ever stop it playing. Because I'd be like, no, I'm bragging. I figured it out. It, <sighs> we're always romantic now. I just, picking any song for any situation... I don't think I have the gumption to do it anymore. I don't we think we found that it a would. playlist that we listened to. Well, one of Griffin's playlists that he put on the first time we started signing posters before a show, and we've played the exact same playlist every single time, except for when Carly's like, got a new album out, and then usually we'll bop to that for the around the release window of it, and then it's about right back to grilling time. Yeah. Or if it's if it's a Dadland show, and then it's just yeah, like it's all seventies and eighties dad rock. <sighs> Boy, it's I don't know, just, man. I've never done that, uh, guys. I this is too. We don't normally get so personal on this. I've never done this in my entire life. I would have no way, no way, of answering this question in an effective manner. You could do a silent disco kind of mood setting where you have headphones on and you're listening to it and your partner's like, what are you listening to? And you're like, put these on, <laughs> put these on and come with me on this quiet journey. And then if anyone walks in the room, like, why are they staring at each other so sexily? What's happening? This is complete silence as they eat their garlic bread. Yeah, the sexiest food, garlic bread. It's important do they leave that it you- on during copulation. The headphones? Yeah, you're going to need some sweatbands to hold them in place and to catch the sweat because it's going to be a sweaty. Hey, it's me, Wolfman. Get out of here. Have some fun having sex in there. Get out of here, Wolfman. We didn't. It's going to cut down on whispering sweet nothings. And one one of them's like, I said it looks bit and weird. It looks bit and weird. (laughs) Um,. I, I can't do this. I couldn't do this. I couldn't do this. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy, Happy Valentine's, Valentine's Day, everybody. I couldn't do this. Take it from us. Take it from the McElroy brothers. Keep it chaste. 
Keep it pure, <laughs> keep it Jace. secret, keep it safe. Sometimes it surprises me that we have six kids amongst the three of us. Yeah, like for sure. that statistically, based on how we speak about intimacy, statistically unlikely. Possible, yeah. I have a wizard, and he's been banging down my, kicking down my fucking door. You please. have a wizard? I have a wizard. He's been kicking uh, okay. down the door of the room that he lives in. And he likes it in there. Like, I've recreated his magic environment pretty good. And why is he kicking to- it down? He wants out. There's toadstools and stuff in there, though, and, like, his ta- like parts of his tower and some of his brooms. So, like, so, he's happy. Doesn't sound like he is, I slide Griffin. some chicken nuggets in there sometimes. They're frozen still, but he has fire magic. Anyway, this is how to um, get revenge on your siblings. Oh, boy. Oh. Huh. I'm- Weird that you would bring this to us, Griffin. And this, these are going to prank you guys pretty bad. So I want you to be ready. I mean, April Fool's Day is just around the corner. And when it gets here, I'm going to fuck you guys up with Whoa. some of these great uh, methods of getting revenge. Okay, go ahead. Griffin, revenge us. Uh, yeah, so the first one, maybe we could also sort of give these each a rating of how bad they would actually be for us in our current modern lives, too. Bad. Just okay. you, you guys bad do that in for me, way? so I know. Bad just in any way that a thing could make your life worse. Oh, okay. Like this first one, set their clock four or five hours ahead. Four or five hours? hours. That's a war crime. That's a bad one. That's rough stuff. Also, Um, I I would argue for some people, not that effective though. Because like I, thanks to my human alarm clocks in the form of my children, I get up at like, 6.45 6.45 to 7 a.m. every day anyways. Like, yeah, that's yeah. not an option. I wish I could sleep in. I can't sleep in anymore. Yeah. Um, it's the worst. So, so much purpose, though, that to, to, this is the next one, and this one tore me Well, it also is impractical because, like, who's relying on, like, even digital clocks? Like, I have a phone. You can't fix that. You can't change that shit. Can you? My wife uses an alarm clock from the mid 1990s. Oh boy. That she has kept um since middle school. Uh it is sounds like a hell being drowned <laughs> in the toilet and it's the worst thing that happens to me whenever it goes off. It also when the power goes out the hour button doesn't work. So you have to push it really really hard. And she won't let me get rid of the clock. So, yeah, it would be a pretty big deal if the clock got changed. It would be the worst thing that could happen to me. Well, okay. yeah, I don't know that everybody has a big a big Ben-esque sort of uh, atomic clock that they live their lives by in the way that, that you all do. Yeah. So I'm going to say seven. Okay. Uh, number two, torment them with their least favorite food. Make sure to hand out the biggest portion of that dish onto their plate when it's being served. That's actually pretty mean because I would feel really guilty about throwing away a big pile of potato salad. Yes. But you fixed the exact right food. But also, I'm an adult. So, like, that's the, like, I could not eat that. Like, there's no one above me to say, like, you can't leave the table until you finish that. Like, yeah, but why did you get so much? That's what, that does a question on everybody's mind. Why did you ask for so much potato salad? Okay, now, if you amend this to in front of, like, their celebrity hero, 
or like a boss. Now, okay. now you've got me. But if you... I just go to dinner at Griffin's house and he's like, here's a huge scoop of, I like potato salad. I'm trying to think of something else. Ew, uh, gross. Why? Yucky, I, grody. It's good. Um, but if you, oh, potato salad and frying your crush, chicken cordon bleu, I do not care for it. <laughs> Grody. Would you eat potato salad in front of your crush? Grody, Travis. Yeah. I would eat, oh, I would eat potato salad in such a way that they'd be impressed with how much potato salad I could if eat. If you decide the day your facial hair is longer than one inch, you should have to say, I've sworn, you should have to legally swear off potato salad. Now, you, no mayonnaise in your beard, period, <laughs> unacceptable. The end. You, the end, no more mayonnaise for you. It's you, out. You can ask Teresa, we, we've been together 13 years now, and I've perfected the art of only taking bites when she's not looking at me, um, to the point where, uh, like uh, some kind of forest animal, if I catch her looking at me while I'm mid-bite, I just freeze until she looks away. Um, so I'm not worried about that. Okay. I'm worried about like John Cena being like, why'd you take so much chicken cordon bleu? And I'd be like, I, I didn't, John, I didn't. Griffin, my brother chicken put it on my that plate. That seems like extreme, rated E for extremely your shit. You don't like chicken cordon bleu? Nah, man. Don't care Me for either. it. It's, it's the so ham gross. in there. Combining a ham hey, with the chicken? Silly. Can we cut it out with ham? <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. It's the Got cranberry it. of meat. And I stand by that. <laughs> Every three years, we get, Intensely anti ham for for one reason or another. Vegetarians it, are right about ham. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the only one. Um, hey, try taking their things and hiding them. Put, that, put their pencil case under the couch or their homework in the microwave. Not try my taking, pencil case. <laughs> uh, try taking only one thing every day. Something that they won't notice right away, like a pen. Hide it in your room to make sure it blends in with your stuff, or simply hide it in your closet. Keep making the things you. Ma I swear to God, someone could be doing this with washcloths in my house, mm -hmm. and I, I, I still would have no idea. Or nail clippers. I, nail clippers. Where do they go? What are Thank we doing? You. Thank you. I'll tell you. you. The beauty of this, though, is as someone with ADHD, I feel like I've become uh, immunized to this. And like, if I'm like, I can't find it, well, what are you gonna do? Like, I've just grown accustomed to not yeah. knowing where things, things are, are there, anyway. Man. You're not gonna cling too close, you'll smother the nail clippers. Yeah, it's fine. They'll come back to me when they're ready, like Homeward Bound. <laughs> when you see them, you gotta snatch them up, like, I don't need a trim right now, but I'm gonna go for it anyway, because <laughs> yeah. I don't know when I'll find these again. You collect them all together in one place, and then slowly they escape one by one, until eventually you start flipping couch cushions and stuff. It's fine, it's just how life goes. Like, That's I know how many I've bought through my lifetime. Yeah. It's probably in the, like, over 20. I need one. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, blue, there, deodorant, closed. What? Whoa. Buy some super glue that is invisible once it dries and glues all their deodorants closed. That's so mean. If you want to oh, be, wait, wait, hold on. If you want to be really problems. mean, if you want to be really fucking mean, you can glue all their soaps in the shower closed too. This will confuse what? them and really frustrate them. Close my soap. Close that soap. Did they, this person said deodorants plural. Do people have different, uh, like different deodorants for, <laughs> for different occasions yes. for different I moods? Mean, I usually always have two. Giant Old Spice Pure Sports rocking one one on the countertop, one in reserve. Right, yeah, a cartridge a cartridge at my side in case I need to get get back in and finish finish my stink fight. Once uh, again, beauty of ADHD. Those I got, I buy them 
like five at a time online. I'm not going to the store for this anymore. Who has the time? And then they're all going. So the chance that one of you could find all my deodorants and glue all of them closed, zero <laughs> percent. He's got deodorants in places you'd never even think to you'd look. You'd never even know. What's that? Why is one in the recording booth with me? Don't worry about it. We own three suitcases, two of which, uh, none of which are in use right now. But I do know that two of which definitely have deodorant just yes. floating around in yeah. their various pouches. I do that with Preparation H. <laughs> okay. You're okay. very prepared, H. I yeah, don't want to say to anybody, like, I have to leave for this. I have to go to CVS, and they're like, why? And I say, Preparation H. Or I don't want to go to the concierge of the hotel and say, do you have Preparation H? Because well, they'll know why. Ju- Juice, yeah, I'm they'll also- know why, Justin. Ju- <laughs> yeah, they'll know why. Juice, I'm, I'm also nervous about being attacked by a bear, but I don't carry bear mace around with me. Oh, everywhere. you don't? I don't pack bear mace in every suitcase. That I, is I foolish. Take that is your own. Yeah, you're risk. asking for trouble. Okay. You can use Preparation H to reduce the the bags underneath Yeah, your but arms. nobody does, Justin. I do. Justin. Because it's out anyway. You I should. figure I might as well. My no. confidence is low. What with the hemorrhoids at all? But Maybe Justin, you, hey, Justin, of- this is important. Yep. You do the eye application first, right? What? Even more important, you don't really mean that putting preparation H on your face makes your confidence better, right? You just, that, was typo, <laughs> that was like a word typo that you did where you said the wrong <laughs> word. A, a little bit of sparkle, uh, a little bit of extra tighten. Yeah, just tighten. Yeah. It up. Uh, put some tape on the nozzle of their sink. Leave a small gap toward the front. When they go to wash their hands, the water will spray them right in the face. This is a simple oh. and effective prank. I have two children, uh, and everything in my house is wet all the time. Good yep. luck. <laughs> you can't get me. Every room in my house that is able to distribute water has water all over it already. Good luck. My kids, if I if ice cubes fall out of the thing on the floor, I just leave them. Yep. They're gone. It's wet. It's wet if it's there wet, now. it'll dry. Yep. I have two dogs. I've got a cat that drools when she's happy. I got yep. two kids, and I'm a big old Shrek oaf. The chance that I would even notice that something was wet that wasn't wet before and care? No. No, no, way. no way. Sometimes I sit down on my couch, and there's a wet spot, and I'm like, what are you going to do? What do you want to <laughs> oh, do? Yeah, constantly, constantly, constantly. Especially if they're not, if it's my like evening shorts and <laughs> yeah. not my day jeans. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. If I get my day jeans wet and it's not close to quitting time, you know, <laughs> that's an course. issue, man. That's if an issue. Day, yeah. Then I'm going to have to switch it up to my auxiliary jeans. Yeah. Uh, that That is something I will address. Gotta keep, like. gotta keep your workwear OSHA compliant. Yeah. It's so <laughs> important. Justin, I've stayed with you many times. So it's always my favorite time of the day when five o'clock rolls around and your shoes get up and pull that old whistle and all your clothes just like oh quitting time and they all line up and clock out and then they, they pass by the nighttime shorts and they're like oh it's a rough one today it's a rough one it's a rough one someone glued all his deodorants closed it's been uh you don't want to be draped on this guy right now it's tough um spray whipped cream in their hands while they're sleeping that's here's Delicious. the thing about this this prank it's never worked once in the history of mankind but there is something to waking up and my hand has whipped cream in it. That sucks. All, that sucks enough. It doesn't have to be on my face for me to not be stoked about there being whipped cream on my yeah, body. Yeah, it's an I, issue regardless. It's a real, it's an issue no matter where it is if it's not in the can or on food. Would you rather it be shaving cream or whipped cream? Think about it before you answer, please. Don't just blab it out. Shaving cream. 
Okay. Yeah. Craft. No, yeah. Shaving cream is supposed to be topically applied. Uh, okay, yeah. I'm well, see if it's whipped cream. Once again, I've uh protected myself from the, by having two dogs. And I feel like by the time I woke up, it's gone anyways if it's whipped cream. Yeah. I'm fine. Um hey, I'm protected from all this revenge. I didn't even know it. Yeah. Come at me. You're unrevengeable. Um Thank change you. their autocorrect in Microsoft Word. That's a pretty good one. Or That's change the one. wallpaper on their computer. Do this after they go to bed before they head to school in the morning. <laughs> Please don't do that because I have a really cool RRR uh, like desktop background. And if that changes. That's a good idea. I need to do that. Yeah, dude, it rules. It's the two of them like shaking hands from the ropes with like fire uh, and ice yeah. behind it. Dun, dun, dun. Please do not change that because it's the only thing that gets me through some mornings. <laughs> do, you guys, do you guys really have like desktop backgrounds with like lots of stuff? Mine, have, no, mine's just a simple dark blue. I never I really can't, thought about it. I have it. so many fucking little doodads and gizmos floating around on that user interface at all times. I cannot have giant, strong men like sailing oh, really? through the air on a tiger. Like, because then I'll be the, the amount of razzle dazzle sort of mind confusion that would take place on that desktop. Uh, gives me chills. See, my computer desktop is an RRR conveyance device that has some other features oh, and functionalities. Okay, yeah, that makes so sense. Actually, it's 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 the. I think there's other features to it that I've been meaning to check out. Yeah. Uh, but who has the time? RRR oh, is three hours long. You know it's what a, I mean? That's a big commitment. Uh, this is the last one I want to read. It's filled their backpack with underwear. At this point, I would you'd love be that. doing me a. <laughs> Yeah, man. Huge solid. Yeah. Better to have it and not need it. I pack for any trip like I'm planning to shit my pants every day. (laughs) So (laughs) I mean that would mean the world to me. Thank you very much. There is, I tell you this, part of being a parent, going through body training. Um, I don't go anywhere without some form of someone's underpants in my bag at any time. (laughs) I have dead drop. I left a lot of these dead drops behind in Austin. There's there's underwears of all kinds hidden in little uh, little film capsules, mm-hmm. just j- little little just little. You've just geocached them around. Nasty geocaches. <laughs> Any more, Griff? Uh, no, let's go to the money zone, please. All right, right this way. Take my hand. Second star on the right, straight until morning. Oh wait, this is Neverland. Hey, Griffin. Yo. How's your uh, stitch? Oh, baby. It's it's coming so correct. I live in a different, like, parallel, a different longitude now. Yeah. And uh, the weather's different. And so I had to get rid of all my clothes. Um, It was just a lot of sort of tank tops before. But now I have to survive the cold months. And Stitch Fix has been instrumental in that survival effort. I gotta check that out, because my Stitch, he's a wild little guy, he's blue, and he bounces around everywhere, and he's a real wild guy. I gotta get that fixed. Yeah, I we love this blue dog, and we love Stitch Fix, uh, because it's the easy way to get the clothes that fit you without having to endlessly scroll through options. Shopping for clothes, traditionally, the worst thing. But Stitch Fix has really streamlined and perfected the whole process. You just answer a few questions about where you typically get your clothes from, what you like to wear, your sizes, your price range, uh, and then they'll find your perfect fit and send your clothes handpicked just for you. I'm going to start 
um, a competing company, but just in the name and my company, if you have a stitch, I'll neuter him. I will fix that stitch. Uh, yeah, just like that one scene in Lilo and Stitch. It's That's messed up, by the way, when they graphically show the <laughs> neutering <laughs> process. Graphically show. And then he's like, joke's on you, I've got two penises. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and the second penis comes out. Yeah, I don't, a, I don't think I know how a, neutering works. <laughs> that's a funny movie. Right now, and Stitch Fix wanted us to say all this stuff. Well, these are all copy points. Um, Stitch Fix is offering our my listeners $20 off their first fix at stitchfix.com slash my brother. That's stitchfix.com slash my brother for $20 off today. All of my listeners, all you Griffin nuts, stitchfix.com slash my brother. I'm Jordan Morris. And I'm Jesse Thorne. On Jordan Jesse Go, we make pure, delightful nonsense. We rope in awesome guests and bring them down to our level. We got stupid with Judy Greer. My friend Molly and I call it having the space weirds. Pat Oswalt. Can I get a Balrog burger and some Aragorn fries? Thank you. And Kumail Nanjiani. I've come back with cat toothbrushes, which is impossible to use. Come get stupider with us at MaximumFun.org. Look, your podcast app's already open. Just pull it out. Give Jordan Jesse Go a try. Being smart is hard. Be dumb instead. Hi, I'm Hal Loveland. And I'm Mark Gagliardi. And we're the hosts of We Got This with Mark and Hal, the weekly show where we settle the debates that are most important to you. That's right. What arguments are you and your friends having that you just can't settle? Apples or oranges? Marvel or DC? Fork versus spoon? Chocolate or vanilla? Best bagel? What's the best Disney song? We Got This with Mark and Hal. Every week on Maximum Fun, we do the arguing so you don't have to. Oh, all answers are final for all people for all time. We got this. Justin, you want to do another question? Yeah, I'd love to. Do the, I recently started a new job one. I recently started a new job. One morning, I went to the kitchen area to fill up my water bottle and noticed that someone had brought donut holes. I reached into the bag and popped one in my mouth. While I was chewing, the owner of said donuts came in the room, made a gesture of, as if to say, oh, that's where I left those, and took the bag and left. I think they noticed the bag was open and that I was visibly chewing. Brothers, should I apologize to this person? Should I assume they didn't see me? I've seen them several times since this happened and have adjusted my path to avoid walking past them. That's from Donut Hijacker. If you buy a bunch like of to donut to tomatoes. Nope. Sorry. Oh, no, nope. not that one. If you buy a big bag of donut holes. Yeah. Exclusively for your own personal consumption, you're either a monster or a dipshit. What's, whoa, what's the point of donut holes? Well, I'm they not fill they in the donut. One. I'm, I'm asking. You what's put, the point? You put them in a donut and then it's a complete circle. You're not doing that, are you, Trav? You know you don't have to do that. No, but that's what I'm saying you could do with them if you want, because sometimes you want a donut, but who has the time? Yeah. Right? To commit to a whole donut, that's where donut holes come in. It's a bargain you're making with yourself, right? Like, I listen, we can't eat a whole donut right now. Right. And I know you really want to. So this is the best I could do for you. I hope it's okay. This will satiate the dark passenger within you, right? And then you eat six of them, and you're like, I bet if we added those all up, that would be a donut. Oh, no. I would also say, uh, question asker, they left food, no matter how long they did, in a break room, fair game. 
Very like good. it's sitting on Especially a table. Especially when it is nature's most shareable food, donut holes. Yeah. Yeah, they're designed to be sh- they're, they're designed to be shared. Yes. They're this wasn't friends. a labeled they're for friends. This wasn't a labeled Tupperware container. This is a bag of shareable donut holes left in the place where it is just understood that shared food is to be left. They fucked up. They should apologize to you for taking away your donut holes. Yeah, you wanted more of them. <laughs> hey, you want, hey, hey, I want more of them. Hey, whoa. Whoa. Hey, hey, I want more of them. There was an unspoken promise between us here. You're breaking it. Why did you leave the donut holes if not for me to enjoy? If you're going to break it. You should be in the break room, though, to be fair. That is fair. Sure. That is where promises should be broken. And hearts. I I think you could bring the fight to them. I think you'd Thank walk you. up to their desk and say, what were you fucking thinking? Yeah. What were you thinking when you bought donut holes for your own personal consumption? And then also when you took them from me. And then you left property. them sitting around. You didn't even keep it a secret shame in like a drawer at your desk. Yeah. You left them and then we're like, you know what? On second thought, they're all for me. Did you have a I tough th- day? Do you want to talk about it? Share yeah. the holes and we'll sit down and- Share the holes. Tuppence well, a bag. <laughs> 20 sun and sea, share the holes. Tuppence a bag. Tuppence a bag. That should be the year theme at some point. Open up and share the holes. Yeah. Tuppence a bag Open should be the year theme. Oh, yeah, we crushed that one. <laughs> yeah, we, ha- we helped with that one. It's not your fault. It's not your fucking fault, man. If they, they try they, to go to somebody to complain, if they try to slander your good name by going to other people and saying like, yeah, they ate my fucking donut holes, the person they are telling that story to say like, hold on, wait, 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 wait. What? You got your own personal bag of donut holes just for you and you and left they, them in the break room? They came to your desk and took a, No, I left them in the break room unattended, sitting on the table and you didn't share them? Well, no, I- no. You're fired. I don't, we, I don't think we should hang out anymore, Derek. You bait you bait card him. You did a bait car essentially. Um The bur- the other person's the bad guy. That's yeah, what yes, that's what the there short version is. You're the good guy. More of these questions, please. More where we can vilify a stranger. Yeah, and tell you and gas you up. Vroom vroom. Jiggy 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 jiggy. Ooh. Yeah. I want to munch. Squat. I want to munch. Squat. Justin, there's a certain creature of the night that I would love to hear from right now. Oh, okay. About what? Just about donuts. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I don't. And how they should be called donut plugs because the hole is already in the donut. Yes. Yes. Or just nut plugs to make it shorter and easier to say. Nut plugs. All right. 27C. Share the nut plugs. (laughs) Do you guys want to hear? Okay. This this week's Munch Squad is interactive. Ooh. Do you want to hear about uh, National Bros Day? Do you want to hear about the oldest person that works at Arby's? Or the conchesiest blockbuster returns. No, oh, man, I've got to hear about the oldest Arby's employee. Yeah, Are you me kidding too. me? Okay, so. They were there when roast beef was invented. I want to give a huge congratulations to Arby's team member at restaurant 7115 in Indianapolis. One of the Nancy best. Nancy Franker. 
she's lived there her whole life, and she remembers when Arby's came to town. Oh, she didn't live at the Arby's the whole time. Okay. No, no, no. I retired a year before they built the Arby's at Edgewood and Madison. After it was built, someone I knew called and said they were looking for someone to work through lunch. I went in for an interview, and here I am 21 years later. Fuck yeah. For Josh Johnson, Arby's Regional Director of Operations, Nancy's been nothing short of an inspiration. Nancy is uh, one of our longest tenured team members. She joined us. She has tenure? Yeah, she, you can't fire her. She does whatever she wants. Wow, what a gift. No, she has to spend 30 hours a month doing Arby's research, though. In order I, to keep I'm, going on, I'm going on sarbetical. I'm going on sabbatical from Arby's, a sarbetical. Oh, man. For six months. Um, she marked an incredible milestone in December, her 93rd birthday. And uh, to celebrate- Don't make her work at Arby's anymore. No, she likes it at Arby's. Arby's Don't get it twisted. The Arby's team at her restaurant invited coworkers, friends, and regulars to join a surprise party, honoring Nancy's positive attitude and dedication. Hey, Justin. Yeah? No matter how much Nancy likes working at Arby's, there's an amount of money that she would like to have more than working at Arby's. I don't know what that amount is, but I guarantee- that there is a number that exists where I said, hey, 93-year-old woman, how about instead I give you a large amount of money and you don't have to work at Arby's anymore? That's stupid. She likes to work at Arby's. Part of the job, it's the best part, really, the people. Uh, She says, my favorite moments have been with the wonderful guests who come in and talk with me. I'm also blessed with a great boss and coworkers who are always so kind to me. Hey, thank you to her coworkers. Though I can imagine that is, uh, there there are few people that would stoop to the level of being mean to the ninety three year old woman that works at Arby's with you. I think that that would. I think everybody would have a tender touch with with Nancy. I did want to just real hey, Steve, quick. Hey Steve. Yeah. What's up? Um, Nancy's till is short one hundred and fifty dollars again. It's like the tenth day in a row. Should we say something? What? No. no. What are you, a fucking asshole? You can't say anything. She's tenured. <laughs> um, uh, now, I do want to, I, I know that we're not doing our video thing right now, but I just, I just, you guys have to, maybe we'll like, I don't even know if we'll tweet. Yeah, share can, some Nancy pics? No. Just... Okay. So here is this image, this first image I'm sending you, you see Nancy, um, there and it's, she's like behind the counter. She looks like a sweet lady. And then there's an image of her with someone from Inspire Brands holding a cake for her. Okay. But that's not why I'm showing you this image. Why I'm showing you this image is that they have used a bit of this as the header for this official Arby's post. This is the official image at the top. And I need you guys to just check out that Photoshop work over Fuck there. yeah, I'm, that's great. She oh, was hell so yeah. deeply angular. They spent 14 seconds creating this <laughs> Yo, banner. It's wild. Like, they used the magic lasso and relied on it very heavily. You can't, you, you will not believe if you go on over to the Arby's uh, Inspire brand page. Anyway, that's not a mean story. It's just a nice one about Nancy who's having a great time working there. So real quick, this the interactive thing is I'm going to tell you about the other things anyway. Just real quick, Einstein Bros has launched the Ultimate Bros Box, and for us, it just felt like we gotta. You know what I mean? 
Because February is a month dedicated to love and friendships. Everyone wants a lifelong companion, but who says it has to be your other half? Maybe it's a bagel. (laughs) Enter the bros. If Valentine's Day and Galentine's Day aren't aren't the moves, this month, Einstein Brothers Bagels declares February 15th as National Bros Day. I'm not sure that you're allowed to do that, Einstein mm. Brothers Bagels. I'm not sure you could just declare it National Bros Day. If I, I wouldn't I'm say you can't. Yeah, I wouldn't turn to the Einstein Bagel bro, Bagel Boys. Those Einstein Bagel Boys are at it again. I would not lean on them to tell me when Bros Day is. I would, I would, I don't know, probably just go to a a paintball course and just see when the bros are particularly fired up, and that's the day. Oh, see, I was going to ask Hank and John. Yep. Uh, If you're wondering what National Bros Day is, it just says it's an official day dedicated to the bro squad. It's not official. (laughs) You can't just throw the word official out. No, Travis McElroy, it's an official day for the bro squad. (laughs) Official by what standards, Justin? It's an official day for the bro squad. Travis. Oh, I can't argue with that. Like you, you know, are. You, you've convinced me. Be I'm, different. Justin, you don't think I've tried that for 39 years? Hey, it's the crunchiest blockbuster real quick. I do want to tell you about the crunchiest blockbuster of the year. I remember when the crunchiest blockbuster came to town and we'd go there and get the crunchiest movies and the crunchiest N64 games. Loved it. The new year just became happier as KFC announced the return of Cheetza. What? Yeah. You heard me, right? No, I think I was actually thrown by the fact that it's February. No, you heard me. Well, this is an older press release. I didn't do it earlier, so I'm doing it now. The cult fave KFC Chitza is back with a bang, promising to be the biggest blockbuster of 2023, bringing together the two things that foodies love most, chicken and cheese. Yeah. (laughs) You can't just say whatever you want. You know? You can't just say whatever you want. No, you can't. KFC Chitza is sure to leave you drooling. Mamma Mia Juice. I don't know if you were planning on sending us a picture of this bad boy, but I could not resist Googling. <laughs> yeah, holy it's a good one. fucking. It's a good one. That's a rough ride, my fella. That's a fucking rough ride on the eyes, the soul. We're going to get there. Don't describe it because I'm going to describe The product is all set to make a comeback on popular demand after it received immense love by KFC fans oh boy. over the years. Thanks to its flavorful taste and the shockingly delicious crust. What? What crust, you ask? Well, it's KFC's crispy chicken on top and more crispy chicken at the bottom that has made it a fan favorite. Now, is there any ham involved? Because they're starting to creep into my least favorite food. They're inching closer. And this image I found is from 2017. There's a non-zero, nay, I would say 100% chance we have done... An, an, a much squat on pizza before. I, I think I, I remembered it, but it is possible. I would, but I think all I, we chicken, all probably pushed it out of our minds as a sort of like coping mechanism. The all chicken, no crust pizza, and all. By the way, I want you guys to start describing me as the all chicken, no crust Justin. If you, yeah. mm-hmm. you it got consist, it, it consists of two zinger fillets of crispy chicken. I think this was written by an AI. Is what I'm getting at. Is what I'm getting at is I think it's written by an artificial intelligence. I can't believe a human put this together. The hey, Car- Colonel Sanders Jr.? Yes, son? Have we maybe invented too many words 
in our like corporate speak for it to still be understandable to a human. I don't know what you mean. It's just two zinger patties on a cheetah. Oh God, <laughs> we've gone too far. It's a smattering of uh, there's so there's two zinger fillets and zinger fillets isn't capitalized. I do want to say they're just calling them. You know they're zinger fillets of crispy chicken, topped with delectable pizza sauce. Molten cheese, a smattering of onions and mixed peppers finished with, you guessed it, an herb sprinkle. Trust us, this irresistible crispiness and cheesy pull will leave you wanting more. Starting at... Justin? Uh, what is... I, I'm trying to very quickly deduce what the INR currency is. Singapore? Is this Singapore? God, they get all the best stuff. The INR cheats will be available. No, wrong. What is it? What's the INR? Uh, Indian rupee. Okay, so this, okay, all right. So this is starting at 299 rupees. Cheats is going to be available across all 600 plus KFC restaurants for now, the 10th of January. Onwards. It could also be the international normalized ratio that you use to determine if you have a blood clotting problem. Yes, that's is okay. It that's possible. Thank you, Travis. Yeah. The delectable cheetah comes with a KFC's 5X safety promise of sanitization, screening, social distancing, and contactless service with vaccinated teams. What? That's the promise that you get at India KFC, which that sounds pretty good to like me. Like a good one. Sounds pretty good. All surfaces and frequently touched areas of the restaurant are regularly sanitized, and you'll fucking need it after you jam one of these things in, I need, your, in I need, your cram hole. If I'm going to cram one of these big boys, I'm going to need to be sanitized after, like me personally. I'm going to need there to be like a chamber I walk into that just kind of like completely sprays me down. Um, You can also get your favorite cheetza in a completely contactless and safe manner. Yes. Which they don't say anonymous, but it does feel that way, doesn't it? Delivered to you in a plain cardboard box. Your neighbors will never know. They'll never guess. They will. They'll see something dripping. Is that marinara sauce and chick? Oh, 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 oh. Oh, no. That's but a chizza. <laughs> That's chizza. That's chizza. Call them. So, so what are you waiting for? Chizza. Chizza. The crispy, cheesy delight is back at a KFC near you. Order now and feel the cheesy pull. No. I said <laughs> order <laughs> now. But I don't want to feel the pull of cheese. I'm going to online.kfc.co.in yeah. yeah. to order Get one, one to be delivered to By the time this chizza reached your door, it would have become sentient. That's it would exactly have what I was going to say. It would have a, you would open the box, a Papa. face would be there. Papa, thank you for releasing me from the box, Papa. It is me, Chizza. I love you. I love you. Do not eat me, Papa. I would never. Um, so that is what's going on. It sounds much better over there, honestly. Um, I mean, they got Chizza. They got Chizza. How bad could it be, baby? That's my favorite scene in RRR where the two of them get together and eat Chizza. Yeah. Love it. Uh, as man, friends, as the bros. Over there, they they got a bucket over there that's a uh, uh, popcorn chicken and pasta. Ooh, like, yeah. Maggie, Ma Maggie, matcha, M I M A G G I. God, this food looks so good. 
I gotta get over there, guys. Yeah, gotta get over there. Cheats, cheats the capital of the world. You know what people are listening? Cheats, as it says here. You know what people listening gotta do? What? They gotta pre-order the Taz 11th Hour Graphic Novel because it comes out next week, February 21st. And we're gonna have a live and virtual event on February 21st at 8 p.m. Eastern time to celebrate the release with special guests, Abria Ingar, Megaran, Gabe Hicks, Janet Varney, Jean Grey, and Christina Ariel. And we're gonna have event-exclusive signed copies available from Brookline Booksmith and Left Bank Books. You can go to bit.ly slash tazgnlive2023 for more info and to purchase the event-exclusive signed book. Speaking of live and virtual, we've got My Brother, My Brother and Me live and virtual. It's our first 20 Sun and Sea show, uh, March 17th at 9 p.m. Eastern time. Tickets are only $10, and we got Sawbones opening, and video on demand will be available for purchase for two weeks after the event. Get those tickets at bit.ly slash virtual. If we're going to send Justin to Delhi on, uh, a, on a Chiswick quest, we're going to need some money. To, that's yeah, gonna we're going to need money to make that happen, and so we're please. trusting you guys. Please. Please. Um, hey, thanks to Montaigne for the use of our theme song, My Life is Better With You. Uh, it's, uh, it, it's, it's like the, it fills you, your heart up. It's like the, it's the, I was going to say it's the cheats of music, but that's actually would be a bad thing. I think, uh, I've come up with, if we are ready, I've come up with the, uh, potential show ender, uh, specific here to well, that's 20 that, that sent me through palpitations. Can you meet, you mean episode ender Trav? Yep. Okay. Yep, that's good. what I meant. Thank you. Um, so I thought we could uh, go to one of the patron saints of 20 Sun and Sea for like an inspirational quote that we could maybe spend some time just really uh, meditating on until next week's episode. Oh, okay, that's great. That could be good. That could be good, depending on who it is you're- This one comes from Jack Johnson. Oh, okay. Yeah, that could be good. We could even put like beachy sounds behind it. Oh yeah, can we get some beachy sounds in here? Okay, great. Nice. The horizon has been defeated by the pirates of the new age. Jack Johnson. So that one doesn't. Macro- no, no, no. If you talk, if, Griffin, if you talk about it, it's not an ending. Do you understand? It just has to be. <laughs> I think maybe it was the delivery. It felt like a challenge to me. Oh, you want to try it again? Okay, give me beach sounds again. The horizon has been defeated by the pirates of the new age. Jack Johnson. My name is Justin McElroy. I'm Travis McElroy. It sounds McElroy. like Snow Crash. It sounds like it's a <laughs> Neil Stevenson. You gotta quote. say your name. Griffin McElroy. This has been my brother, my brother, and me. Kiss your dad square on the lips. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.